When you're out walking, it is important to stay hydrated, and it's important to have water that is healthy that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my AquaTrue water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com. Enter the code WALKING when you check out. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Life is busy. And sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at FactorMeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini, and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code WALKING50 at factormeals.com slash WALKING50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Today's 10-minute walk is helping you keep the fitness promise you made yourself. And we'll add another link to your growing fitness chain. Temperatures are a little lower than normal for this time of year here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I've learned how to find beauty in winter, which is a season that I generally don't like. But now that we're in February, that joy and beauty is a little bit harder for me to recognize. I'm ready to push the fast forward button. Let's get to spring and then on to summer. So my enthusiasm or walking in the cold is a little bit less. And I've recognized, noticed that I'm actually walking less. Ava and I go for a couple of walks every day, and and those walks tend to be a little bit shorter. Instead of lingering longer with the walk, hey, let's, let's add on another 10, 15 minutes. The conversation is usually, you ready to head back? Yep, let's go. <laughs> it's cold, wind's blowing ready to get back into the warm house. So if you're struggling with the challenge of winter, with the challenge of walking more, being outside, you're not alone. I'm feeling it. I love walking. I'm passionate about walking, passionate about pursuing fitness and being intentional about it and making an investment every single day. But the reality is 
it's getting harder with the weather as cold as it's been. And again, I recognize I'm in South Carolina. It's not exactly brutally cold here, but it is cold. And Ava and I have noticed that our internal thermostats have adjusted since moving here from Maryland. So what we have now here in South Carolina, at times in Maryland, we would say, oh, this is a nice, mild winter day. But our baseline has been reset, and so the struggle is real. I wanted to give you an update on a goal that I have that's really not worded well. Experts on goal setting would look at what I have as a goal, and they would say, you need to rework that, pal. You need to write that differently. You need to make it specific. You need to make it time-sensitive. There needs to be a deadline on it so that you're moving forward. It needs to be measurable so you can actually tell whether you're reaching the goal or not. And the reality is, I know all that, but with this particular goal, I've chosen not to do any of that. But it's still a real goal. It's still a real thing that I'm driving towards. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. Need to state up front, not a doctor, not a licensed personal trainer. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. In addition to pursuing fitness and intentional pursuit of fitness, I'm also focused on other aspects of health and well-being. Hydration. That's a specific goal that I have, to fill this water bottle up and drink it three times, although in the winter that's actually backed off to about two, which which may or may not be the best choice, but it's the choice I've made, at least while the weather is colder, as it starts to warm back up. I'll get back to drinking that bottle filled with water three times a day. Sleep. Giving my body the best possibility for a good night's rest every night, not sabotaging my sleep, certainly not the way I did when I was doing morning radio and waking up at 2.30, 3 in the morning. The other thing, and this is, this is actually the goal, I want to eat better. It's, it's not specific, and because it's not specific, it's not measurable, and there's no timeline on it. I want to eat better by. It's just, I want to eat better. And the reality is this has been a goal of mine for many years now. I'm convinced that most of us don't make hard changes until we have to. We don't pursue fitness or exercise until there's almost a crisis. You need to make changes in your lifestyle. You need to move more or this bad thing could happen. Or maybe this bad thing has already happened. And if you don't want it to happen again, or you want to get pulled back from the brink, the doctor says, you need to exercise. You need to move more. Or we stand on the scale, and it's like, that's unacceptable. I need to do something about that. We reach a crisis, or something that feels like a crisis, something that is bad, that we need to change, and that gives us the motivation to move forward. The reality is, with me and nutrition, there hasn't been a crisis. There hasn't been a doctor saying, you need to change this. There hasn't been a crisis that has forced me to make changes in what I eat and how I eat. But 
I also recognize as I'm looking down the road, as I age and continue to age, the recognition that what I eat is an important component in my health moving forward. So, in a sense, what I want to do here is prevent a crisis, or at least delay a crisis as long as I possibly can. I'm not a foodie. I'm not someone who, who loves food. I don't believe that I'm an emotional eater, so I don't approach food from, from those perspectives which I understand can make this adjustment and change more challenging. But there are things that I love to eat and are hard for me to move away from. One of my favorite meals, in fact, I could eat this every single night, and that's not an exaggeration. It really isn't. Is a burger with mayonnaise, bacon, some blue cheese crumbles, and a side of Utz potato chips. Big side of Utz potato chips. I could have that for dinner every single night and not get tired of it. But that's not the healthiest meal. Not even close. And so there's been this recognition that I need to eat better. I need to make some adjustments in what I eat. And this change began probably six, seven years ago. And one of the principles that I talk about regarding fitness has been super helpful for me in making this adjustment from foods that I love but maybe aren't the healthiest to foods that are much healthier. The principle of starting small and thinking long. I knew that if I changed everything overnight, it would not work. It would not be possible for me to give up all the foods that I really like for foods that I didn't like quite as much. That was a recipe for failure for me. So start small with one meal, even part of one meal, because I tend to be a habit eater. I eat the same thing for breakfast, the same thing for lunch, not so much dinner, but I get into these habits, these foods that I that are easy to prepare, that I love eating, that I look forward to eating. So it was a matter of changing those habits, starting small, thinking long. This is not something that's going to happen in one day or one month or even one year. And so I started with my breakfast and changed out the foods that I loved for different foods that were healthier and made that a habit and actually got to a place where I enjoyed and still enjoy these healthier foods for breakfast. Lunch. Lunch for me in some ways is my favorite meal. And it was a little bit harder to change that lunch routine for something that was healthier. And now I'm working on dinners, changing those dinners. I'm not saying I'm never going to have a burger with a big pile of Utz potato chips. I will. But moving towards making the dinners more nutritious. And of course, even when we get into talking about, well, what's nutritious, what's not, what's good, what's bad, Ava and I have landed on we want foods that are not processed, that are not bioengineered. One expert said, look on the ingredients of your foods, and if the ingredients are things that you can find in your kitchen or buy at a store and make yourself, then you're moving in the right direction. So that tends to be the guidepost as we're moving forward. I'm eating healthier now than I was five, six years ago when, when I set this goal that some would say really isn't a goal. I still have a ways to go, 
but I'm pleased with the direction that I'm moving. And I know that the whole principle of starting small, thinking long, has really provided a foundation for success in making this significant change that's going to impact my health and my well-being for hopefully years and decades to come. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.